Alola. I'm so excited. For this episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> For the record, before I even before you even do anything, uh huh. I did not want to record. This is accurate of every time we do the show. Until <laughs> No, okay, this is what happens for anything. I'll be like, oh, I don't want to do it. And Steve will be like, no, you have to. And I'm like, it's not you have to. It's that I wanted to. There's like a pro, there's like an unwritten promise of delivering content. Yeah, well, I mean, but then it takes me forever to want to do it. And then I'm like, oh, this is fine. But that's like how it is with anything, really, like what cleaning, living, Stuff. Existing. Um, yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh, I was going to say existing after I said living. Uh, <laughs> this is the uh, 967th episode of the Pokemon anime. This is the called Pulling this Out. This is the called? This is the called Pulling Out the Pokemon Base Pepper. Okay, who are you? Uh, I'm your host, SBJ. Irene, hello. Hi. Dang, this episode came out August 26, 2017 in the United States. Wow, we are behind. A little bit. Uh, so this is a filler episode, but uh, prior to us doing our filler guide, so that means we've been skipping a couple episodes that don't pertain, protein, protein, protein to this main story. <laughs> protein, protein, protatoes, Pro, to like protein, protein to the main story. That's uh, correct. There was a lot of talk about this specific episode before <laughs> it even came to America, and I would, I would. There are some very vocal fans of the Pokemon anime that do not like the art style in Sun and Moon, but I would say that. This is a good reason. This episode specifically is a good reason why the art style I think is awesome. It's like flexible in the regards to like, I don't know what you would call it, like the different animation they used here. Can I read the blurb? Uh, sure. Okay. So. It's the season for our hero's favorite pastime, Pokemon Base. Professor Kikui has arranged a special lesson for them, complete with the guest coach, Olu Olu, the star player of the Magikarp team that just won the Pro League season. After the students' game, Team Rocket shows up to demand a Pokemon-based game, with the winning team getting the star's autograph. Olu Olu teams up with the students, and it's a close match until he unleashes his secret weapon, a Snorlax partner's Z-Move pulverizing pancake. In appreciation for a good game, Olu Olu offers Jesse his autograph anyway, but Beware charges through and carries Team Rocket off before she can accept. Womp womp. <laughs> okay, there's the blurb. So... So this episode, as the blurb says, opens with the... Opens with, like, a Gyarados just cruising on land. It's like the playoffs. The, the final countdown. Olu Olu, that's his name. Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's an, it's an Electabuzz pitching and a Gyarados hitting. And then Ash is very 
enthralled in, in Ooh, nice the, word. the baseball game. Good word. Asked, Excuse me, it's Pokemon base. Yeah, how dare why okay, sure. <laughs> um I loved this episode. It was so great. I feel like every I, the whole time I was just I had a silly smile on my face. You probably can hear it, but I was super <laughs> excited. It was great. I loved it a lot. Yeah. It was good. Yeah, this episode is it's it's like the Good filler. It's probably one of my favorite filler episodes of an anime, just generally. It, it kind of reminds me of like the Pokemon race. We bring that episode up a lot in mm. the first season or second, like, I don't whatever the first two hundred some episodes, wherever it fell between there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that was a good like. There's nothing really accomplished that I remember in that episode, besides. The justification for why Ponyta slash Rapidash's flames don't burn ash. But, like, yeah, it was just really fun. And I think it's... It's very slice of life. I, and I feel like in, like, five years, this episode will be one that people refer back to. Yeah. More so than, like, the Alolan Raichu pancake race. Which was, like, fun, but I don't think as good as this. Pancake race who? I don't know her. Yeah, I don't remember her name. Oh, my gosh. That was... Continue. <laughs> I think there's also a lot of really cute moments in this episode, especially specifically with like the Pokemon. Like Poplio is always cute. Um, there was some good moments with Alolan Vulpix, Snowy. It was the whole episode was really cute. Like right away, even in the beginning, when um, Professor Kukui Oak. Oh, Sam, please. Sam, Samson. Samson. Oak. Oak. <laughs> when he was like, oh my gosh, he was my student beca- before he was successful. And then um, Olu Olu comes out and he's like, haha, I make corny jokes too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, oh my gosh, they're of the same speci- species. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. Right away, it was just, it was very cute. My one criticism of the episode was that uh, Team School, when it was Team Kiawe versus Team Ash, they were all in the same color uniform, and that bothered me. But yeah. besides that, everything else was great. And Team Rocket had their own uniform. Yeah, nice. and that was awesome. <laughs> so yeah, the whole episode revolves around, I guess, like three baseball games. There's the baseball game that Ash watches on TV. That doesn't really count. And then there's the first baseball game between Kawe and Ash uh, and company. And then there's the third baseball team, which is actually surprising because I feel like they never fit that much action into a Pokemon episode. No, right? I was like, oh, this feels done. And then, but the- then Team Rocket, like, showed up because it was just like in a side and originally when they showed up i thought it was just going to be like a oh this is the end of the episode but it ended up being this whole last act with them being involved with the game which with another game i guess yeah this episode definitely had way better pacing I it think. was it was great i i keep saying that but it was very good i would rewatch it right now <laughs> I guess I can't help but notice, like, all the Pokemon they decided to feature, like, the quote-unquote new Pokemon, um, Snorlax. I lost it. 
Snorlax? No. Oh, okay. Snorlax, Electabuzz, Gyarados, Scyther. <laughs> Scyther was the MVP of this episode. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get the joke until uh, you pointed it out. Yeah. When it like, <laughs> you can tell the joke. I didn't get it at first until you were like, "Oh, here's the joke." <laughs> it was so good. I mean, I don't know if this is actually the joke, but I thought this was hilarious. So I think it was Kiala just threw his. Oh, he said it like eight times, and I can't remember what it was called. The pulver, the whatever, the the fire flame fi- ball or whatever. Yeah, oh, it was so extra. Um, I will say I didn't like how they reused a lot of animation. Like his throw, like four or five times. Is yeah, the but same, I, and... but I thought it was funny, I and guess. I love, I love the exaggerated animation and just exaggerated movements and faces and. Uh, like the art style, like it just comes more intense because it's in an intense moment. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so he threw the ball and Ash didn't hit it, and then the scyther popped up and went scythe like a strike because yeah. he didn't hit the ball, and I was like, oh. Uh-huh. Like, no, it was good. <laughs> I like, was dying. Scyther was the cool Pokemon. It's just... And then it did the whole thing with its arms. Oh, man. I was like, this is sick. <laughs> that and, was, There was a lot... Yeah, there was, there was some thought process put into that. I don't know about, like, the Electabuzz or the Gyarados. I forgot that they were in the episode. Something honestly. that just, like, slightly bothers me that they have this huge roster of Pokemon... I mean, there really wasn't a huge roster. It was like no, like they have eight hundred and nine Pokemon. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> and I we, thought you meant for the episode. We see like <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong, but this is like the first time in season twenty we see a we see like four new Pokemon. Well, well, we see new Pokemon in every episode, but specifically in this episode, we see Scyther. We see Electabuzz. A bunch of Gen Gyarados, One Pokemon. We and like the Scyther one, perfect. They had like a pun with that. That was a good pun. Uh, whether it was intentional or not, I, I, I hope to believe it was intentional. Uh, but then, like, specifically with, with Snorlax, I think that was a really good twist on a filler episode. Also, like, pulverizing Snorlax was a promotional item for Sun and Moon. Oh. So if you got, I think it was Sun and Moon, if you got Sun and Moon early, you would get a Munchlax holding the Z crystal. Oh, I think I knew that. Would then be pulverizing pancakes. This came out so long ago. I know. Uh, <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> but I, I, I'm just give me something that's not Gen One. But maybe they also thought like the episode was so good, or the I what script was so good that they were like, oh, let's put. Gen 1 Pokemon in, because if somebody's going to watch an episode, they'll know what a Gyarados is, and they'll yeah. know what an Electable... I I don't know if writing team in Japan behind these episodes put that much thought into it. I would assume so. And then the English team just ruins all the episodes when they come here. Wow. Oh, I'm just thinking about how great this episode was. Uh, the introduction when they did their like roster intros, I thought it was funny. With how oh, I have so many thoughts. Um, I mean, I don't know about so many, but um, 
how they did that extended intro for Kiawe's team and then for Ash's team, they were like, hey, look, everybody's on the bench. And oh, like, yeah. <laughs> they also, like, for but- sure, I feel like they increased Rotom's the way, like, how Rotom introduced Ash's team, too. Like, he, he said it really fast. Yeah. Like, they didn't have enough time to, like, fit all the English oh, in. Oh, I don't know if I, I didn't even think about it that way. I just thought about it as a, I, the whole, the concept of what I liked about it was that I feel like if this was, um, like a stereotypical, like trope, cliche type thing, like Kiawe and Lana and all of them, not Lana, um, Mallow and all of them. I feel like that's the sporty team. And so it's uh. like, you thought that they would win, but they didn't. Like, I, I don't know. I thought that was really cute. I was like, Oh, look at this subver- the subverting of tropes. Yeah. Um, it was surprising also <laughs> was how good so they became at baseball very quickly. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's like, but there were, there was also those moments where it was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but like, oh, I hit the ball. Like, and I think another thing that made the episode funny to me was how progressively mad Kiawe get, got as the episode continued. Oh, sure. Cause he's, He's like, oh, I'm competitive. Oh, I feel like there's always yeah. that one person that's just like, I can't believe I lost. Well, <laughs> yeah, they did the whole stereotypes of like one person scared of the ball. The other person is very competitive. The other person is, well, I don't know what you would consider Sophocles, but I guess he acted the way I guess he would act, which is like trip and like stumble upon success. I mean, he <laughs> like that feels like it fits his character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I did like the whole, uh, Mimi Q Pikachu rivalry. Oh my and gosh. Pikachu, or Mimi Q purposely fo- throwing a foul ball directly at Pikachu. Did you say foul? Yeah, is, foul. Is that now how? <laughs> foul? Foul. I think that's what I said. Foul. Foul play. Zoroark. That's a move. Okay. F- foul. Uh, I expect not, I I expected that from a, from their rivalry. It was, I don't, I just, it was a good episode. Also, like, I, they like call, they call, they call on Mimikyu for cheating. I don't, like, I don't know all the rules of baseball, but if you purposely throw a ball at the player, that's not cheating. That's just poor sportsmanship slash a fine. I feel like, Turtonator standing in front of Ash and then self-destructing <laughs> is like for sure cheating. Well, you know, they're just petty, they're petty players. I don't know. I thought the whole, th- and then Jesse, oh, Jesse was such a mood this whole episode. She was like thirsting over the sports guy. Uh-huh. And then she was like, Oh, I'm, oh my gosh, I can play and get his autograph. And then she was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then. She hit the ball and she's like, what? And then they were like, you have to run. And she was like, what is this running and rules? This is for peasants. I was like, what a queen. <laughs> I loved it. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, and Rockruff was cute. I Did I miss something with the whole like Meowth thing where Meowth trained in rain and snow? And is that? I thought that was that. Is that supposed to be more of a reference to something else? Not baseball related yeah that's what i was like when i was thinking about it um it reminded me of like when he t- 
taught himself English, like in how to speak. Like I felt, I felt like it had like the same vibe of determination is what I was getting from that. Mm. And like, I don't know if it was just me inserting that into what I was seeing, but, um, the way that that footage, that flashback was shown, it also purposefully looked like an older, like older episode. Yeah. The episode ends with the, what's his name? Olu Olu. Yeah. Uh, giving Jesse his autograph, even though her team lost, which is, you know, just good sportsmanship. Also cute. And cute. Um, and then classic beware shows up. I was and... so pissed on her behalf. I was. Well, at first I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, no, did she even grab it? And then it was like, oh, no, she didn't get a chance. And she was like, you have terrible timing. Yeah, it's, you know, cute, predictable, beware stuff. They're really running that into the ground this season. I mean, yeah. It's a thing, I guess. They're committing. They're committing. Uh, we got some trivia here. Okay. The Electabuzz that appears on the television episode has the number 125 on its uniform, which is Electabuzz's number in the National Pokedex. Oh, that's fun. Oh, there was number 11 uh, for Olu Olu. I don't know if that meant anything. Mm, I, I just remembered that, think though. So 11 would be Metapod, I think. This Charizard is 9, and then Caterpillar. P is 10. Oh, maybe it's Pidgey is 10. Metapod is 11. Hey. Wow, look at you. Just, I need to retire. No, please don't. It's funny because, like, some, like, I know really trivial stuff of, like, remembering certain Pokemon numbers, but then I can't remember, like, what's Gliscor's typing? Okay. It's, it's like, because it looks Ice? like a poison Pokemon, but it's, it's, like, flying ground oh, okay, or something whatever. like that, but it has a scorpion tail. This score is weird, or Gligar, I guess is probably. I don't. I, I think they're the same typing. Anyways, um, flying ground. Yeah, it looks like a dark Pokemon. Well, it, it's also purple, right? So with like a poison tail, so it also looks like a poison Pokemon. It's really weird. Yeah. Uh, Olu Olu breaks the fourth wall when he splits the two sides of screens apart when Jesse and Ash and teammates and some of their Pokemon. James also breaks the fourth wall in this episode when he explains what ball Meowth is about to throw. It's so cute! Uh, the contraption that Meowth is wearing on its body during the flashback is a reference to a series, Star of Giants, where the main character wore a similar contraption on its body in order to strengthen its arms, making them a better player at baseball. Kaoi wears a similar device during a later episode. Ooh, spoilers. Um, so Star of Giants is a Japanese sport manga. Um, it was animated as the first sports animated anime television series which broadcasted in Ace Japan. of Base what's Ace of It's called Star of Giants. No, but I'm I'm thinking of a different show. So yeah, I guess Miyoth's contraption was just to reference that specific anime. Which is Cool, I suppose. In this episode, Team Rocket uses a variation of their motto. Their motto has a baseball theme, such as the motto of Double Trouble Header, which is an uh, an episode that happened earlier. And there were three errors in this anime. Uh, when Team Rocket is discussing their strategy, the brown fur on Meowth's tail is missing. 
When Ash and classmates and some of their Pokemon celebrate their victory, the cap on Snowy is missing. Oh. And when Jesse asks Olu Olu for the autograph, her nose is missing. <laughs> what? <laughs> that that's that seems pretty important. Uh, it doesn't really seem out of place when you look at it because her eyes are super big. So it, it doesn't really seem too out of place. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, I really enjoyed this episode. I, I, I really liked it. Like, it's, it was good. Solid. I, I feel like it's something that if I, if I was feeling like sad or something, I would want to watch that. Yeah, it's a very cheerful episode. Uh, we usually will end the episode with what the next episode is, but we don't have our filler guide in front of us. So the next episode is... I don't know if I can find it fast enough. That's all right. Uh, we, I think hopefully by now, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know we're using a filler guide. And our episodes are titled appropriately. So obviously before you start the episode, you'll know exactly what episode we're talking about. So uh, we will be back next week with whatever the next non-filler episode is uh so thank you for listening if you uh thank you for supporting on patreon at the five dollar level and uh because alola is both hello and goodbye alola Alola.